Have you been attacked by a wild animal or do you have Christmas decorations up already? That's what we had today, and I want to talk to somebody who. And we're also found out through misconnections. I think we're going to find out whose sex appeal oh, man. sizzles the most. This is going to punch me right in the old gut. Plus, that, that's we got, fine. We got we got turned down on by HR files. Yep. Yeah. That's a, it was a lot of twists and turns to today. And you don't know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. <laughs> I don't. I'll openly admit that one. Anyway, you'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. All right. I want to talk to somebody who. That's what we're doing right now. Would you want to talk to somebody that has been attacked by a wild animal? I want to talk to somebody who's already got Christmas decorations up. Okay. Now, we have someone who called in who's sitting on hold who has a wild animal attack story. But do we want to hit a couple of these texts first? Yeah. A lot of people... Are with you, Kelly. There's a lot of early Christmasers out there, which is just ooh, why okay. not? Why if you don't like it, don't look. I have all my Christmas lights, uh, uh, Christmas lights out, ups, uh, outside. All right. If you don't like it, don't look. But they're not turned on until Thanksgiving night. Now that I'm okay with. That makes sense to get out there in front of the cold. Uh, all right. It's such a Christmas is the best season in the short. Such a short season. Make the most. AJ, I put the Christmas lights on the house already. They're not turned on, but when they do, I can go ahead and flip it on. I don't have to struggle with the ice or the snow or the yeah. cold later on. Get them up now. That makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. Other people saying, I don't have any decorations up quite yet. However, I do have plenty of presents already wrapped. Wow, there's a responsible human being. That's a go-getter right yeah. there. Uh, Kimmy says, I have this sign up in my house all year round. First because I forgot to take it down. And then I thought, you know what? That's fine. I keep seeing it, but then I just forget about taking it down. By the way, the sign says, all my best friends are flakes, and it's a bunch of snowmen. You know what's, you know what's up 24-7, 365 in my house? Mm-hmm. A blow mold Santa. One of those light up blow mold Santas. Because I put him down by my bar, mm-hmm. and I like the light that he gives off at the bar when I don't want harsh lights on. So in the summer, I just put a little cowboy hat and some sunglasses on him. Then the winner take that off, and boom, Santa Claus. So you dress a statue? Yeah. Okay. It's a bar, dude. Hey. Man cave. Whatever you're doing down there. Uh, how about this, Nicole? She says, yeah, I do, because I have Christmas decorations up all year round. Get it, girl. Why not? Go lock some of y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got to get to this animal attack story, because this is a wild one. And uh, keep the calls and texts coming. I was. I was. Um, I don't know if you want the whole story, but... I was in a raspberry patch. I thought it was a skunk. It was not a skunk. It was a badger. I thought that I could poke said skunk. It was not a skunk. It was a badger. All right, hold on a second. Hey, I do want to hear the entire story. Second of all, you've also got to walk me down the path of, hey, there's a skunk. I want to poke that. How does that go down? It wasn't the best day. Well, I was in a state that I wasn't familiar with, so I'll just say that. I was on vacation. Okay. And so we were out, like, picking berries. It was this orchard adventure where you get to pick things, and I didn't particularly want to be, you know, around all the people, so I went to the random far-end raspberry patch that seemed, you know, left alone, and now I know why. Um, I went over there. I had my walking stick. I'm, like, pushing through the brush. And I, I did see something moving and I was with someone, they were like 20 feet away. And I was like, there's something moving in the brush. And they were like, oh, it's probably nothing. And so I kept moving, like, I'm going to get the good stuff, right? I'm already knees deep and my pants are ruined. So I'm in there plucking and I saw, you know, a white, kind of a white and black where I was like, oh, you know, it's not like a groundhog. It's not like a deer. Maybe it's someone's dog, mm-hmm. a cat. And then I thought, worst case, a skunk, which 
now that I do tell the story, I feel stupid, but like I, I didn't think skunks were particularly like aggressive. So I was like, I'm just going to like, you know, like make loud noises at it and like rustle around and claim my raspberry bush. Ah, yes. Um, and then turns out, um, I did that and it came at me and charged at me and attacked my walking stick and attacked my shoe. And I thought it was a rabid skunk, but when my friend came to help me, uh, started like kicking at it and the person there said, Oh my gosh, that's, you know, our neighborhood badger. And that's why people don't go over there, which I think there should be a sign for. But needless to say, I got uh, some free things. I got some swag. And I can say that honey badgers really don't care. <laughs> I, I'm blown. Really I, don't don't. Think, I don't think I've ever even seen a badger. And I wouldn't even know a badger. I'd probably think it was a beaver or now, something. I, I've heard they are very angry animals. Obviously, you would think it was a skunk. They're small. <laughs> Clearly. Dang. But yeah, they're really mean. <laughs> and they'll eat your shoe. So that's the thing. It could have taken my leg. I learned there from the person and like, had I really gotten some blood involved, I probably could have got some money and an injury, but uh, apparently they can do really bad damage, but I was lucky. So. Wow. Well, asking you yeah. shall receive. You learn something new every day. <laughs> Keep an eye out for the skunk badgers. <laughs> That's right, and that's my wildlife adventure attack story. It's not good enough for, like, television, but, you know, it's real. Hey, it was good enough for this show, so thank you for calling in. Other people texting in. We got a couple people more texting in animal attack stories. All right, we got some Christmas decoration stories, too. All right, we'll get to those calls and texts next. Kelly and Wood. I want to talk to somebody who. Wood wants to talk to someone who's been attacked by a wild animal, which we got someone sitting on hold who has another story about that. I want to talk to someone who's already got Christmas decorations up. Mm-hmm. We got someone on the phone with that, right? Yeah, my husband. Husband, of course, is the biggest nutball on the planet when it comes to Christmas. <laughs> and so he has to start doing the yard decorations prior to Halloween so Holy that everybody who comes trick-or-treating can comment on his Christmas lights. <laughs> now, do you have one of those award-winning Christmas light setups? Um, well, I mean, it gets bigger every year. Oh. And yes, people do comment in our neighborhood about how they really love our ginormous display. Do you have a light count? Do you know about how many lights you guys put out? No idea. Okay. I know he's got probably 70 extension cords running all over our yard, though. <laughs> Man. So when do you when do you turn them on? When do you when's the official lighting ceremony? Um, it'll be any day now. I mean, he still has a few more to put up, but he tries to get it on right after Halloween. Any decorations inside the house? Um, uh, a few of them. But he works on the outside first, so that's you know, where everybody can see. All right. Y'all are crazy. Y'all <laughs> I are crazy. It. I love it. I, I'm, do, I'm going all LED this year, so i got to buy all new lights. So it's going to be an expensive year in the Jordan house. Bah humbug. Money well spent, though. Oh, Money well spent. It helps, it helps the electric bill, that is for sure. I believe it. I believe it. Well, awesome. Thank you for the call this morning. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Bye. All right, what do we got for text, Wood? Uh, first-time texter here says, I actually was attacked by a headless chicken when I was a kid. <laughs> now, that's the stuff of nightmares. That's haunting. How about this one? Uh, my uncle poured dough urine all over himself, and a big buck really found himself very interested. <laughs> Good news is, he was able to shoot it after it jumped over him. Good God. My 
Was that Evans. was that the thirty point bucket? That's probably a thirty one point bucket. Don't that joke point. about that. That's going to come tomorrow. How about this for yours? How about from uh, Val? There's so much crappy stuff going on in the world right now. If Christmas brings happiness to somebody, there's nothing wrong with You're it. You're damn right. Now that I agree with. That's what I say. I just want to save it. All right, we got another animal encounter on the phone. What's up? Hey, I wanted to call in about being attacked by an animal. Yeah, what do you got? <clears throat> so I wasn't attacked per se, but I was charged by a moose while uh, backpacking in Glacier National Park. Oh my oh gosh. god, that's terrifying! <laughs> so uh, a couple of my buddies and I were walking down the trail, and it was a pretty slim trail. And all of a sudden, we hear something. We look forward, and there's a moose coming down the trail towards us. We're like, "Oh crap!" So we just stand there, and then the moose just does this like hoof thing. <laughs> and just starts charging at us. Oh my god! And so, so we we had read about it, and we learned that moose had tunnel vision. So we ran to the trees on the side and hid behind the trees. And the moose came down, and he stopped, and you could just hear him puffing. And he was looking around, and then he just walked off. Holy he cow! Within a couple feet of us. Yeah, because you ain't gonna outrun a moose. No, they can run like thirty-five miles an hour. Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, isn't it yeah. in Alaska, people are supposed to leave their car doors open, so if you encounter a moose on the street, yeah. you can, like, duck into someone's car real quick? I'm t- I, when I went yep. to, uh, I went on a snowmobiling trip to the wilderness, and I'm, I've, I've said this before on air, our, our tour guide was not scared of wolves, bears, none of that. He says, moose, though? Moose don't play. Man. And like we got close, and I say close, I'm using air bunnies right now. I'm talking we were probably 50 yards away from a moose and her bear cub or whatever it is called. Yeah. And the our tour guy said, dude, I am not going a inch closer to that thing <laughs> because if they want you, they'll take you, oh dude. Oh, my God. They oh, are yeah. frightening. You, uh, those things scared yep. the daylights out of me. That reminds me of the time that I was attacked by a llama at the petting zoo. Excuse me, sir. Because I want no, because only because they have big old hooves. Okay, and and so I was feeding this llama, you know, the little seed or whatever it is that mm-hmm. they give you, and I started to walk away because it was empty, and that llama charged me and like put its arms up on my back and pushed me to the ground, and then made sweet I sweet. Say, did you get mounted by a llama and you wanted to share it on the radio? <laughs> I finally feel comfortable talking about it. You shouldn't. <laughs> I think that llama wanted to mate with you. Yeah, <laughs> it might have. I might have blocked it out. Woo-wee. All right. But thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Glad to see you made it through. Yeah. Thank you. Kelly and Wood. All right. It's now time for Minute to Win It. That means Brian Riley gets himself a microphone. All righty. Let's do this thing. And Wood throws out a topic. And we all have to come up with things in that topic before the minute buzzer goes off. And this one actually came from uh, intern Allison. Young Allison. She's contributing to the show. Thank you, Allison. Breakfast food. Oh, man. My favorite meal of the day. Yeah. Really? Oh, absolutely. Breakfast for dinner, breakfast for lunch. I don't care when you serve it. I'm buying. I'm, I, I literally with you every five days a week for breakfast, and I've never seen you once eat breakfast. What do you want me to, you want me to bring in a skillet? Sure. And start frying up eggs and bacon right here inside the studio. You can whip up a little something. You can buy a microwave skillet. You don't know what I'd be doing on the weekends. I'm not eating that much. Dude, that microwave breakfast food is 9 million grams of sodium. It's it's literally that's, the worst thing you could possibly That's eat. too much sodium. There's no way. Yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot, Richard Simmons. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not Richard Simmons. <laughs> I wish. <laughs>
All right. <laughs> Great fashion sense. All right. Are we doing this or not? Yes. Minute to win it. Breakfast foods. The timer starts now. Oh, come on. Eggs. Bacon. Sausage. Ham. Biscuits. Let them burn out. Let them burn out. Keep going, Kelly. No, I'm going to keep a few. Well, is ham and Canadian bacon the same thing? I'll let well, you say it. You said it. Right. Count it. It's, it's still early on. How about fruit? Yeah, that's a. Uh, well, yeah, there's Woods' general answer of the day. That just took like ninety. Answer of the day. I just took like ninety. Rattle off thirty-seven different fruits. Yeah, it's cereals. minute to win it. Cereals, <laughs> English muffins, milk. Well, that's not a food, I guess, is it? What about waffles? Waffles are is a it, food. Is it bread or is it toast? Pancakes. It's bread until it goes in the toaster. Then you can have either or. Okay. Sorry, a bagel. Bagel. Toaster strudel. Oh, stop it! Those are the best. French toast. Good. Yeah. Did we say waffles? Did we say Eggo waffles? Hey, I said well, waffles. You, he said breakfast waffles. Breakfast burrito? Oh, wow. Yeah. Hash browns? Well, breakfast burrito just has egg, sausage, and yogurt. Breakfast potatoes? I got two left. Orange juice. Souffle. Quiche. Dang it. Mm. Ah, it he got me. it. Chorizo. Give it to me. Quiche Get was it. my last one. I know. I Quiche our head in the holster the Dang whole time. It. I thought for sure. The half Mexican came out and won, baby! Have you ever heard that Mexican song? Get it, Chorizo. Get it, Chorizo. No. Yeah, it's one of my top five I wasn't favorites. even looking at you. I was looking at the half Mexican over there. I've heard of avocados from Mexico. Aguacate. Mm-hmm. But no, there's a song that goes, get it, Chorizo. And a Chorizo is a sausage. In case you were wondering. So the guy is essentially singing about, you know, here's my sausage. <laughs> Shocker, you know that one by heart. <laughs> Get it, Jenny? So, well, my wife likes it. I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, yes, she does. <laughs> All right. Well, who won today? Oh, wait. Uh, Brian Riley won yes. with his chorizo. Show the respect. <laughs> Nicely done, thank Brian you. Riley. Thank you, thank you. In today's Minute to Win. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. Again, like I was saying earlier, I didn't know how dangerous grain silos were. I mean, essentially, it's like the quicksand that you used to see in like 80s and 90s TV shows. But even like more dangerous, it is scary. Yeah, so there was a man, now he's only identified as John, they don't give his last name, but anyway, he, this is out of Australia, but he was in, he was doing some work around the farm, ended up falling into his corn, his grain silo, and there's some video here where they're trying to rescue him. Yeah, it's just keep still, John, I know it's hard, man. So in this scene right here, John, the grain is up to his hairline, like on his forehead. So the grain is covering his face. The grain is covering his arms just enough. And they're like, you have to keep still because I guess if you move, you go down further, slowly start to go down. And so this guy can't breathe. There's grain all in his face. Anyway, luckily, Wiley Steele was the uh, lieutenant who first showed up on the scene, and he's had to deal with this before, so he knew exactly what to do, but he also knew it wasn't a one-man job. So he gets on the radio. He's like, guys, I need backup. I need backup now. Like We're going to lose John if we don't get people here now. Well, backup was far away because this is you know farmland in Australia. No one's close. Luckily, other farmers saw the police car on John's property and were like, okay, that's not good. So tractors started coming from everywhere to come down to John's farm. And they were able to, so they put like kind of a, they put like a, I don't know, a, a harness around his chest. They were able to dig out low enough to where at least he could breathe. Almost like a loop. But he was still in danger because... It, still could sink. Right. He moves just a little bit and he's out. So they were able to anchor him to a tractor. So they had this big old loop, this big strap. Got 
it. Right. <laughs> and so they anchored it to like a tractor just to hold him where he was. And then they had some guys holding on to it just in case he did start to slip. Mm. And then they were able to open up the bottom of the grain elevator and let the let some grain out that way. So it like just kind of then like pulled him up out of the grain. Yeesh. My God, is that terrifying. I Watching the video like made me short of breath. Yeah. And this stuff happens, man. I never knew that this was such a danger. But it, it certainly is, and thank God Lieutenant Wiley Steele was on the case, man. Yeah, there was a tragic story not that long ago of somebody that got like stuck, and someone went in to try to save them, and I think they both ended yeah, up passing away. I remember that. I think it was like a so, corn silo or something like that, wasn't it? It is so dangerous. Like You see farming, and you don't realize like right. how dangerous all of that stuff is. You think, yeah, you think it's just riding around in tractors all day, and it's boy, it's 10,000 times that. You bet. Whoo, that scary that story is scary, but thank goodness for Lieutenant Wiley Steele, man. Quick thinking, man. Oh, I the, the you're claustrophobic, Wood. Yep. If you saw just this picture of this man with the grain all around his head, except for his silver hair popping out of the top. No, thank you. Whoo, you'd have to go home early today. Yeah, I couldn't do that. But look, happy ending. That's why it was a happy hour story. You understand what I'm saying to you? Thank the heavens. We do it every single day at this time, Got man. To. All thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was your happy hour. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Oh, yeah. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida, Minnesota, my friend. Do Nord trash. Oh, yeah. Bitch. The bold north. Huge shout out to Brian who sent this into the Kelly and Wood Facebook page. I always get nervous when we do local ones mm-hmm. because. Someone will text in and be like, hey, that was my brother. That's not funny. You don't want to be besmirching someone's name? Yeah. This is all for entertainment purposes only. Well, we're going to Bemidji. Oh, okay. All right. I don't, we're not on in Bemidji, are we? Don't think so. Okay. Well, that's where we're hanging out at a holiday gas station at around 7 o'clock. And we have a young lady here named Nicole, and she wanted to buy some smokes. <laughs> Sounds like Bemidji. Problem is, she didn't have any money. So she began arguing with the cashier who said, you know what? I've had enough of this crap. I'm calling 911 and reporting an unruly customer. Now, Nicole was demanding cigarettes or she was going to kill the cashier and take out the entire city. Damn. That's a bold claim. She must have been like the first day of trying to quit smoking or something. The patch wasn't working. Just running hot. Gum wasn't chewing. No. Well, she need to mainline that nicotine. She wanted it, and she wanted it bad. But officers arrived on the scene, and Nicole had already left. But being the good police officers they are, they put out a bolo. And sure enough, they located her car nearby and tried to initiate a traffic stop. I thought you were going to There you go. Well, the problem is Nicole wasn't interested in stopping. She continued to drive, but it wasn't a high-speed chase. In fact... At no point in time did she go over 40 miles an hour. (laughs) She's gradually getting away. But she also didn't pull over. In fact, she drove all the way back home, got out of her car, and started walking inside. You gotta imagine the police officer was like, what is going on? She's just praying there's a cigarette inside. Is my siren not working? Well, the officer said, hey, you're under arrest. That's what she turned around and told the officer. No, I'm not. Believe it or not, that didn't work. Hey, shoot your shot, like you say, right, What? When she was handcuffed, she said she was a prisoner of war and that everyone she saw was going to get it. 
Well, she was charged <laughs> with making terroristic threats and fleeing police officers, and she was taken to jail. You ever seen those joke gifts where it's like a cigarette inside of like a glass tube, and it's like in case of emergency, break, break glass? Yeah. She needs one of those, like for real. Bigly. In yeah. case of emergency, when you feel like mowing down the whole city of Bemidji because you can't get your nicotine fixed. Break the glass. Nobody had a Lucy they could hook her up with, you know what I mean? Just like, hey, break her off one here. Is there anything more hood than asking someone for a Lucy? The upside down lucky cigarette? <laughs> hook me up. Come on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's give this one a score, shall we? Come on. Um, getting angry. Wait, why wouldn't they give her cigarettes? Oh, she didn't have any money. Uh, yeah. Trying to get cigarettes without money. I'm sorry, dude. Trashy. Mm-hmm. 175 points on that right there. Uh, threatening to shoot the cat, or to, no, just kill. She didn't even know the method of it. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to be by hand. To kill, right? Hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> With her nicotine-stained fingers. Mm-hmm. Threatening to kill the cashier. That's trashy. And the entire city of Bemidji. It's trashy, man. Poor guy's just trying to do his job. That's a big city. Mm-hmm. That's a hub. I'm giving that 200 points right there. I got 45 minutes till I get off. Relax. Uh, is it trashy to never go above 40 miles an hour in a low-speed chase? It's trashy to run from the cops and not pull over. Running from the cops is trashy. Mm. We'll go ahead and give that 175 points right there. Even though I feel like she did it responsibly. Right. That's why I was teetering mm. on that one. That's kind of classy. Uh, just getting out of your car and walking up to the house, telling the cops when they tell you you're under arrest, no, I'm not. Trashy. It's worth a shot. 150 points on that right well, the there. the cops have been like... Thanks. All right. <laughs> back back to the station, boys. All right. Try uh, my best. 75 points because she was arrested. I'm going to give some points for being that addicted to cigarettes. I'm sorry. What does she smoke? Five packs a day? I don't know. Golly. She has other people blowing smoke in her face while she has a cigarette going, I bet. They say quitting cigarettes is like the hardest thing you can do. Oh, my dad, man. My mm-hmm. dad had the hardest time quitting. It was only when they threatened to amputate one of his legs. Then he was like, all right, maybe I should put up the cigarettes for a while. Well, that's a doctor who really cared about yeah. him. <laughs> oh, was there a cause to it? He's like, look, if well, you don't do it, I'm going to cut your no, leg off. No. Oh. <laughs> it's like, you want to only eat at IHOP? That's a, that's an old lame joke. I was about to say, that's how I get, hey, that's how I get chores done around the house. Like, if you don't do it, I'll take a finger. <laughs> uh-huh. two. You only count until nine. Uh, all right. And then what? She was, okay. So, oh, I didn't give the points for being that addicted to cigarettes. Mm. We'll just do 125 on that. All right. Are you ready, Wood? Come on. Today, our woman ready to destroy the earth for a cigarette earns herself a whopping 900 points. Trashies. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. So there's a place in Africa called Burkini, Burkina Faso. Okay? It's in Africa. I'm not going to say the name of the city anymore because that's a hard one to pronounce. Disrespectful. It, right. And I don't want to come off as disrespectful because what these people do is insane. They live in harmony amongst alligators. Like, in the photos of this town, alligators walk the streets... Alligator, there's pictures of kids sitting on alligators, like riding them as if they're a horse. No thanks. Right. Because you never know when that thing's going to snap. Now, they, you're wondering why why this village, why would they be doing this there? Well, it goes back to the Chambri tribe who worships the alligator as a sacred animal. And they think that after years and years and years of them worshiping alligators in this village, these alligators have actually, they have a different mindset towards people, or at least towards the people of the Chambri tribe no. <laughs> who live in this town in Africa. But, dude, there's photos of it. There's photos of kids just, like, chilling on an alligator. Yeah, there's great. also photos of Bigfoot all over the place. So, no. Well, no, this is this is documented. 
through my deep, deep research. Yeah, from three minutes ago. Yeah, I know, I know that. No, I, I spent weeks on this. He scrolled through three pages of Google images and went, oh, this is a good one. Yeah, that's done. I love these stories where these people are like, oh, no, you know, I know it's a wild animal, but no, my little, you know, whatever is, it's really special to me. <laughs> and then what happens? Two months later, chomp. The thing eats that person's face. A.K.A. Right. the movie Grizzly Man. Have either of you seen it? No, no, I haven't seen Grizzly. Okay. Can I tell you what it's about? Quickly, yes. Yeah, it's a guy who goes into the woods and befriends grizzly bears. And he treats them as his pets. He dies by getting eaten by one. Right. With yeah. his girlfriend, who he said, they're safe, I swear. Was that a, based on a true story? It's a documentary. Okay, yeah, I was, was going to say, I remember that now. Is that our, guy Russian? No. Oh. Did, didn't he film himself yeah. being killed by it was, the no, bear? No, it's on. It, you can't see it, but you can hear it. Oh, horrifying. You can hear it. Well, yeah. that, what was that woman in New York who had like a, a chimp? Gorillas in the midst? No. Oh. She went and lived King with Kong? the chimps. This woman brought the chimp to her. She like lived in New York with like a chimp. And sure oh. enough, one day it ate her face. It ripped her face right off her bones. Yeah. Ooh. And everyone's like, oh, I feel so bad for her. I'm like, no. I don't. I, what do you expect? I dated a girl once who her babysitter owned tigers. No. Oh, God. Legitimate. And there was pictures and everything. Crazy. In the Midwest here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Down south. Rochester area. Uh, by the way, Chris is throwing the flag on Kelly's story here. He says, according to Google, no alligators live in Africa. <laughs> Stop I <think> he's Googling! <laughs> I think he's looking for crocodiles. Crocodiles. What did I say? Alligators? Uh-huh. Same thing. They're different animals. <laughs> Stop fact-checking me, Chris. But here's my deal. I never turn my back on a wild animal. No. I don't trust them. That's why you always face me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so dangerous. <laughs> well, that's embarrassing. Mm. All right. Well, I, I meant Ellie. I mean, I meant crocodiles. I'm sorry. I do get the two confused. Mm-hmm. I do get the two confused. But and I'm this- telling you right here and now, that crocodile gets hungry enough, yeah. one of them babies going to disappear. No, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Yeah, it's still a wild animal, but they think because of the that they worshiped the crocodile for so long, that's why they're able to live in harmony with them. I'd show up there wearing gator skin boots. Yeah. What do you think about that? Show me where they are. You would undo tens of thousands of years of like that of worship. <laughs> right then. Tell them to keep their head on a swivel. All right, let's get out of this before anyone else fact checks me on these. We can't start fact checking. Maybe it's just me, guys, because this segment will go away. It'll fall apart instantly. <laughs> it absolutely will. But I'll have another one for you tomorrow and maybe another <laughs> half truth. I don't know. I'm flying by the seat of my pants here and sometimes. <laughs> Another day, another day. Wake up. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. New York, New York. (laughs) That's what we have up today in the HR files as we are joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. Now, here's the deal. Zenzen, you emailed me yesterday and said, hey, we got to go over a few things on your expense report. Now, I filled out my expense report for New York. That had to be a big one. What item do we have an issue with? I have a list. Okay. Oh, so it's more than one thing. Yes. Oh, this ooh. is multiples. Oh, all right. If it was just one I thing, I meant, on your card, just been an email. Okay, so we have a charge from Platinum Dolls Gentlemen's Club, what and I'm you? not sure you guys just went there for the lunch buffet. No, that was definitely in uh, more of a prime time visit. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so uh, actually, I'm surprised you got a receipt. In the first place, so thanks for doing that. Now, here's the deal. I didn't charge you for the cash that I withdrew from the ATM. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I just charged you guys for the bank fees, Mm -hmm. which I think is a fair thing. That's a cost that I ran up on the road for work. It's good. Well, I mean, for $80, they charged me like $8 bank fees. Yeah. Yeah, so that's denied. Really? Yeah, a bank fee to pull out cash for entertainment. Zenzen, I didn't go to any strip club, all right? And if my wife is is listening, I certainly didn't go to any strip club. Now, I 
I, I went in, mm-hmm. but I didn't partake. <laughs> Got a T-shirt. And they only in took the cash, shows. of course. Yeah. I don't know. You were in there for quite some time. Do you guys know how hard it is to find cash in New York? It's hard, man. And, I, and the street vendor that I was trying to operate with wouldn't take card. And they said, right over there, they have a ATM in the strip club. Went in, hit the ATM, and walked out. <laughs> Easy peasy. Right. Now, did I sneak a peek? Mm -hmm. For $8 in ATM fees, you earned it. That's what I kind of thought. So, again, Wood, I'm sorry. This is a you issue because you should have maybe a better bank that wouldn't charge you ATM fees. Outrageous. Okay, fine. I will eat that $8. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Uh, Okay, so the next thing, the amount of booze that was charged to your credit card, and you don't drink, correct? Correct. So, is there a guilty party in the room? Well, I... I don't have a company credit card. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. One time I tipped 30% on some pizzas I ordered. That was the and, last time, right? Right. And I got mm-hmm. my card taken away. Mm-hmm. And look, I got. if you guys want me to be at my best, I got to have a couple of drinks. You got to fly high. Right. Mm-hmm. So well, that, I mean, well, And we're and, talking. And, 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 and drinks in Manhattan, I paid $13 for one White Claw. I was going to say it was an average of about 18 bucks a drink yeah. with tip. That's one glass of wine. I need to give a huge shout out to our server, Kelvin, at that real fancy dinner we I'm got sure to go to. sure he's listening, yeah. Because everyone was busy and he says, should you just get a bottle of wine for the table? Because JD said get a bottle of wine for the table. Yeah. I picked one that I thought was $9.50. Ooh. It was actually $950. Oh, my oh, God. Geez. And he stopped me. He's like, sir, that's uh, that's $950. I can tell by looking at you that you cannot afford this. I think that's what he kind of thought. He's like, listen, but fine. Uh, but oh, that, that's not on me. Do I got to pay for all my drinks? No, I'm not paying for the ones at dinner <laughs> or at the... Uh, well, at dinner, I guess. Yeah. Really. I'm not paying for those. Yeah, so generally, generally, I will say, and we'll cover it this time. I'll throw you a 20. We'll cover it, it this time. Rule of thumb, when it comes to expensing alcohol, if it's at, like, an event, okay. you should use some discretion. Would you guys believe there's a beer garden? You've maybe seen this, but there's a beer garden in the middle of Times Square. Yeah. That, oh. you, can, that you can go grab a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Or, so I grabbed a glass of wine, and it was $22. Oh. I was just like, what the hell? That's on there. But I had to keep drinking. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't stop drinking at that point because yeah. I would have gotten tired. So uh, there's more. Uh, you charged, it looks like a street vendor. And from what I can see on the receipt, multiple pairs of Ray-Ban sunglasses. Correct. And she didn't give receipts. So my photo evidence was her just giving me a thumbs up. Yeah. What? And I attached it. How many pairs did you get? What are you, the cops? No, right? I mean, I'm asking you. Why, I, how come I didn't get a pair? Because I had to get my family some souvenirs. Oh. So <laughs> my question is, why did you charge this on the company credit card? Because <laughs> I, I wouldn't have needed souvenirs if my company didn't send me to New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am sorry to say that I'm going to have to disqualify that charge also. So it's not I a bona fide expense. For the strip club and my sunglasses. You... But Kelly's booze is good to go. Good to know. Yes. Good to know where the bread is buttered. How much of the booze do I have to Just give me a, shoot me a dollar amount. I don't think, it, as long as you, and this is what I cor- corroborated, is that it was three drinks, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's fine. They were and three, he had my three drinks, too. Yeah, <laughs> and they were all $60 drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I will say now, if you're going to go, it, it, but that yeah, that raises a point. If you go get a triple every time and it's 50 bucks a drink, oh, that's a different story. All right, do you take checks? I can just do a payroll deduction. Kelly, you're in the oh, open. Oh, that's a jack. Kelly, yeah, you're fine. You're yeah, fine you're here. You're innocent. Okay. Wood, uh, wood on the other hand. Huh? <laughs> um, 
All right, well, I think we got to the bottom of this one. Feels good. <laughs> there was some bottoms talked about, that's for sure. Oh! Whoa. Hey. And we'll do it again next week in a little something we like to call the HR file. <laughs> These people are looking for love. Oh, yeah. We'll help them find it. It's Missed Connections with Kelly and Wood. This is where Wood scours the internet to find a couple who almost had a love connection, but it ended up being a misconnection. So we see if we can't use the power of radio to see if we can't thrust these two back together. Oh, yeah. This one's labeled, looking for a fake boyfriend. Oh, snap. Female for male. Let's go. All right. I need someone to pretend to be my boyfriend for Thanksgiving, and I will pay. Whoa, how much? I'm a career-focused woman, and honestly, don't have much time for relationships. Sisters are doing it for themselves. In order to get my parents off my back, I made up a boyfriend. But now I need to see them for Thanksgiving and I need to bring Jared along. You couldn't have picked a better name. I need a Jared. You don't actually need to be named Jared, but you need to have blue eyes and dark hair. Dude, this is every rom-com and every sitcom. It will be one day. You can drink as much of my brother's beer as you want. You can watch football all day. And this is in all caps. Hut, hut. There will be no PDA. Okay. I believe that stands for public displays of affection. Oh. You can even be dating someone else. I-D-G-A-F. I can't tell you what that means for FCC regulations. She's serious about this. I do not care. My mother will have a million questions, and we will go over possible answers on the ride there. Okay. Depending on your attractiveness level, I will pay on scale. (laughs) Oh, damn. Please send me pictures and any possible questions that you may have. You will need to be with me the entire day of Thanksgiving. So if you have any other plans or things that you need to take care of that day, let's not waste each other's time. Boy, he's right to the point, huh? To be honest with you, I respect it. Like, why couldn't I go do this? I mean... I'm a happily married man. She'd be like, uh, you're old as hell. You know what would actually kind of be funny? What's that? I think you, me, Brian Riley, and our big boss, JD, ought to send our pictures in. Oh, JD would win in a second. And see how much money she's willing to send back. No, hell no, dude. I'm not going to be on the <laughs> low end. <laughs> I don't like this idea at all, man. I think we should. Because I think this would be funny. I'll tell you where it's going to rank already. JD, Brian Riley, Wood Kelly. You're out of your mind. I am definitely bringing in more money than Brian Riley. I, Brian Riley's a good looking dude. If you don't know, Brian Riley is on the air with us. He helps us out with the show. He's and stuff. shorter than me. Comes on the air. So what? Women don't care about that. I'm shorter than you, and I have taken many lovers in my day. Uh, I am definitely making more money than you. Yeah, I'm fine. Wait, yeah. what color eyes do you even have? Hazel. Yeah, so I'm de- boom. I got blue eyes. Yeah, these baby blues. She oh, like you yeah. can't. What if she said you can't wear a hat to Thanksgiving dinner? All right, deals off, babe. I'm not drinking any beer, but I'm watching football, and I'm not talking to people. Yeah. All right, you know what? We're doing that. We're I know I'll come in last, but it's gonna be. It's just gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt my feelings right before the holidays. We're gonna take each one of our pictures, and we're gonna send them in, and we're gonna post these pictures online too. You gotta do it without your hat on. Okay. 
No big deal. Oh. Troy's texting. He wants to get in on this. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not coming in seventh. <laughs> There's only six of us. It's bad, it's bad enough. <laughs> All right. We're I'm going gonna... to get honorable mention on We this. are going to do this, and we will, we will follow up this. This will be an on-air thing. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I've got her email here. I hate this idea, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. But we'll see. I, maybe I'll surprise myself. Yeah. Do I have time to get ready, or are we doing it today? You can... I, I mean, we got to send it in soon. I'm oh, so glad I have a free radio station t-shirt on. I couldn't even... Oh, yeah. I couldn't even dress right for the occasion. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, well... Stay tuned. I we'll, we'll do this, and as soon as she sends this stuff back, I imagine it won't be too long. Probably not. A couple of days here, we'll have the results. And Wood, you'll have another Misconnections next week where you try and use the power of radio to see if you can't thrust two people together. Gene also texts in, Kelly doesn't have dark hair either. Oh, yeah. Kelly's fighting an uphill battle. What the hell? Why? Did she ask for dark hair? Yeah, she said blue eyes and dark hair. Damn. Well, okay, I'm nothing that she wants. I got blonde hair and hazel eyes. Start building those excuses now, you uggo. Well, damn. Oh, yeah. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast. It's 9 a.m. late at night. We talked about that a little bit. Hey, what the hell's going on with Pink Eye? Yeah. And we, hey, we, we, have a, we have somebody on the inside who gave us a straight scoop on that. That's right. And I'm sure we talked about more. We'll discover it right now together in our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track at the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. All right, wait, what? <laughs> Do you, did you know I was turning the mic on? You're not the boss of me. I, no, you're right, I'm not. You're not the boss of me. But I do control when your mic is on or off. So play your cards right, kid. No one tells me when to fly high. <laughs> oh, here we go. Man, I, it's 9 o'clock. And I would, for people up this early, obviously you have gotten up super early mm-hmm. this morning. God bless you. Before the 6 a.m. gang. Is 9 o'clock at night not late to anybody else in the professional world? No. We had a, uh, a marching band banquet for my daughter last night. Sounds like a banger. Uh, it was actually a lot of fun. Well, that's I, good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was cool to see her just like hanging out with her friends. Then and, why are you about to complain? Because I, it was like, <laughs> so I had to run the audio for it because I, I produced a song for the band leader, the, the director. Ooh. So I had to run the sound for it and I have the equipment to do such a thing, whatever, whatever, boring, boring. But I was like, okay, can we wrap this up? Mm. Like it was like eight fifty, and I was still twenty minutes from home. And I was like, all right, we we got to go here. Like I, I got normally I'm la- I'm I'm shutting her down at this point, possibly even under the covers at this point. Well, to be honest with you, if you were in charge of the audio, why didn't you start playing people off? <laughs> because it was because the song because you're too scared. The song that I spent probably fifteen hours working on. Mm-hmm. It was hadn't played yet, and I was like, "I'm not leaving before I get my flowers." Oh, you know. So it was selfish reasons. I no, not selfish <laughs> reasons. But I was I was just looking around like these are all extremely successful people that I was in a room with, mm-hmm. and I, and then there's me. Stop. Watch and, me. and I'm like, is nine o'clock is is nine o'clock at night not late for you guys? Like, shouldn't all our kids be in bed by now? It depends. I honestly do believe that we have really hit. A weird time where everything starts later and later and now I, I, I a big part of this is sports. It, it it really does grind my gears. Yes, that you know these sporting events are starting later and later and later and later. That it's like eight fifteen, eight thirty Eastern. But time. why are they doing that? Because they think people on the West Coast matter. No offense to anyone on the West Coast. I know you have a brother that lives in California. Yes, I do. But you know what. 
He's dead to me. No, I'm but kidding. <laughs> the be, second he moved out of Minnesota, he was dead he's to gone. me. Yeah. But it is wild to me that we keep pushing everything back, 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 back. It kills us. Yeah. And it kills other people in the pre-6 a.m. game. What about the East Coast, man? They must really get it wrong. They don't care. I, no. I remember there was a couple years ago, it was a fight. And I don't remember if, I think it was a UFC fight. And they did not take the ring until like 1.45 Eastern time. Oh, Lord. A.M. What are we doing? And I know that makes me sound like a grumpy old man, but come on. Well, no, but who was it? Sigourney Weaver or somebody like that was like, or maybe it was Meryl Streep was like, can we maybe do some concerts a little earlier in the day? Like, I'm going to see Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks uh, next Friday. What time's that kickoff? Four? (laughs) No. I was hoping, though. I was like, well, this is going to be all old people. Maybe we can shut her down fairly early. A little early bird dinner. And my wife was like, well, the concert ends at 11. I was like, 11? What, that's what not I, bad for a concert. What am I, a vampire? Why am I staying up till 11 o'clock at night? That's not bad for a concert. No, it's not. But I'm just saying, but it's Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. They're going to be tired yeah. by the time they hit the stage. Just falling asleep in piano, man. They're both in their 70s, for God's sake. <laughs> Billy Joel's going to be like, you sing along. Oh. <laughs> Please, why I shut my eyes real quick. Just like your dad does in the, on the chair, yeah. just resting my eyes. <laughs> I was just shocked. I was, I was like, oh, are you kidding me? I was hoping there is no better feeling than getting to bed early on a Friday I'm, night. All right, Friday, I don't know about that. But there but, is something There is something that you feel almost responsible climbing right. into bed early. Like I, Especially for me, because I love having drinks on the weekends. Mm-hmm. When I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to drink tonight. I'm going to go to bed. Like, sober. Circle around, pop, pop. <laughs> it's a big deal for me. Hey, you're getting some support on the texter. Siebert says, hell no, Kelly, that's not early. Uh, Tabitha, though, she says 9 p.m. is way late. I'm in bed between 7 and 8 every night. I oh, man, I wish. Sleep. I wish I could get to bed that early. Emily's got your back as well. I totally agree, Kelly, being part of the pre-6 a.m. crew. Shut if I'm up. not headed to bed by 8.30, I'm crabby about it. I, that's what I was thinking. And I still had to tear down my DJ equipment. It was I've like, been tearing it down like all loud. <laughs> Dropping cables and people's drinks. Whoops! Sorry, sorry about, about that. that. It's just uh, you know a little late over here. Can't. Uh, oh. uh, but I was just like, oh man, I was I was starting to when when the clock hit nine and I hadn't left yet. I was in full blown panic mode. I was like, well, that's it. My t- to my tomorrow's gonna suck. I'd have just left. Yeah. Well, I could again. I had a responsibility. No, you can. You're just you're you're too held up by societal norms, man. You're too worried about upsetting someone and getting some pushback from who to and fro. No, I'm worried I about don't care. I di- well, I care about other people. I don't. <laughs> we know this. I've had no problem with people looking at me being like, "Hey, whoa, that was really weird." <laughs> so what? Either way, you know what though? I will tell you this. I'm starting to make friends, and it feels good. It only took me six years of living here. Oh, look at that! That we're starting to make some friends, and we got invited to a post Halloween party. Now, do you know their names? Yep. Look at you. I certainly do. Because we became uh, social media friends. Oh. And guess what? They're full-blooded Italian. Facebook official. That's huh? right. <laughs> Look at this. I think that's why we got uh, my wife got along with her so well. Because my wife comes from a big Mexican family. She comes from a big Italian family. So they just kind of like, I don't know. They just kind of like instantly got along with each other. Mm-hmm. So I was like, awesome. We have, we finally have, and now I'm probably ruining because they're probably listening like, we're not friends. Well, so wait a second. I'm you, not re- I'm not ready to say I love you yet, but. You didn't make the friend. 
Your wife made the friend and just brought you along. But you're the, just in the you're in the wake of a friend. No, but but the husband is a good dude. Like I mean, okay. me and the husband were sitting together last night. Oh, and were we laughing? Mm. Oh, we had some laughs. All right, it's uh, eight fifteen. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. Appreciate all the hospitality. <laughs> anyway, it, it's it, things are turning around for the kid. Well, look at you. So we we haven't even played. Yesterday we didn't even play James Brown. That might have been the first time. In five years, we haven't played James Brown. And the streets are talking. They are. What'd they say? Where the hell is James Brown? That's the only reason I tune in. Those guys talk way too much. That is true. Mm -hmm. Well, let's do it then. All right. I've been writing a verse every morning for four years. I'm not saying I could do it. You you could make a rap album top of the charts with what I've done here in the past four years. It'd be top of something. By the way, speaking of the show, someone (laughs) texted in this morning wanting to hear the Dirty Point Buck all right. Now, don't we play that on Friday? I think we should probably save it for Friday. I think it right. was, uh, yeah, Craig text, texted it in and said, uh, by the way, can maybe Kelly work it into the quick mix? No, it's impossible. Wow. It, it's too slow. You, you hate, hate that song so much. No, I, well, yes, I do hate that song mm-hmm. with, with a red hot passion of a thousand suns, mm-hmm. but I, it's, you, guys, you don't know how the quick mix works. I'm you're, just saying. You're always like, throw this song in there. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. You can't just put any song in there. It has to be the right tempo, the right pitch, the right key. It's central Minnesota, and you have shoved PM Dawn down our throat more no, than the 30-point buck. No, I bull Shavik. Watch yourself now. The 30-point buck. I, now, I'll be honest with you. I hate the song, too. The song is trash. It's and even embar- people that like it know that the song sucks. It's embarrassing to the Midwest is what it is. Watch, now, now no, take offense. No, it's embarrassing because it makes us sound like a bunch of doofuses. I'm about to throw my hot dish at you. <laughs> I'm about to be coming in hot. That'd be good. I'm hungry. Hey, speaking of... The meal of, at that dinner last night sucked. <laughs> speaking of show announcers, we should probably say thank you here. Oh. Uh, you and I, we won for the third year in a row, Best of Central Minnesota Radio right. Personalities. Which is... Uh, I, was, I was actually shocked that we won three years in a row. This award is so important to us because it is voted on by listeners. Mm-hmm. It is really the most important thing that we win... And I absolutely love it. And it's, seriously, if you took the time out to vote, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I cannot was, thank you enough. And it was funny because we were out of town when they announced who it mm-hmm. was. And we were trying to find out who it was. And they were like, oh, it was you guys. I, I was just like, dang, again, that's awesome. It is very cool. I just, again, thank you from the bottom of our heart. That's all I can say is thank you so much because I know you took time out of your day to vote for us. You spend time listening with us, yeah. hanging out with us. It means the absolute world to us. So the least we can do is say thank you. And and may I say something? Like this mm-hmm. isn't lip service either. No. I, I feel like a lot of times you hear this on the air and it's like, oh, we appreciate you so much. And it's like, yeah, no, you don't. Like we I feel like we have a unique relationship with the people that listen to the show, probably because we do a lot of events where we see everybody. You bet. So it's like it's like when someone like Sievert texts in. Mm-hmm. Like we know that guy. Yep. You know, Max the Ice Kid who's texting in right now. We know that he's been in this studio. He's gonna be a, a future leader. And hopefully get us parole. How about uh what's his name? The guy who bought the Reba McIntyre jacket. <laughs> we know that guy. Tim, yeah, you guys are so Tim. tight. Tim, yeah. I was about to say I know his last name, but I can't ever remember. Yeah, don't say his last name. No, Triple I'm not G. Him. All these people we have met and hope. Hopefully we get to see a lot of you guys again at the CMA party. Yeah. Maybe we'll buy you a beer as a big thank you. Heck yeah. See Kelly Jordan for that. Uh, well, I'm going to need to hold a little something. There. <laughs> <laughs> you can even crack, you out, crack me off a few bucks, man. Yeah, because it's be, actually, it's uh, 8.30. It's a little late for me. I got <laughs> I to gotta leave. As he runs out the back door. Dude, can we please take the day after the CMA party off? I think we probably I should. I hate knowing I have to work the next day. We probably should. Because that, that's over at 10. 
And then we got to clean up and all that stuff. And then we come in the next day, our voices are like this. Yeah, it's the show sucks anyway. We, we're doing a disservice. Oh, my. Uh, how was your evening, Wood? It was long. I had a single data last night. Oh, boy. How Wife do you, had to work. How do you do it? <laughs> one day at a time. You know, one step in front of the other. Take the good ones twice. And so here is the deal. When we were in New York, my son got pink eye. Yeah, I saw the picture. Now, allow me to kind of explore some space here. Go ahead. When I was a little kid, the only thing I knew about pink eye, there was one kid in my neighborhood who got it. Mm -hmm. And he came outside and his eye was all funky. Right. Probably pussy a little bit. And he said, I got pink eye. And my mom said, hey, in the house. Get in the house! I don't know what's matter. You know, that. And my mom made it sound as if this was like a super bad deal. Now, I got older, I had kids of my own, I realized that it is insanely contagious. Right. I'm surprised my kids have never had it. I thought the only way you could get it was pretty much somebody like farting into your eyes. Like fecal matter in the right. eyes. Is that a myth, though? I don't know. I think we all saw that in a movie like back in the 90s and we just took it as gospel. But here is the deal. I am hyper aware of it now, especially after my son had it last Do week. you have it? No, no. Look, don't be coming. Look, I know Woods work, but don't be coming in here with pink eye. If I had it, I'd still come into work. Uh, that's of what course do. you would. Rub your eye all over that microphone. But here's the deal. No, no. Hold on a second. And, and if you're a teacher, please text in and let us know here. 320-656-9453. Because the doctor that saw my son, mm-hmm. they give you you know the eye drops you have to use. Correct. Said, all right, drop those in. You'll be fine. He can go to school. With pink eye? That's what I said. And apparently there was like a CDC ruling or something like that, that if you're having, and I was like, well, no, it's like 24 hours after you start the medicine or something like that. Then you can go, no, no, you can go in right away. Like you you don't even have to miss school with pink eye anymore. And so my wife kind of mentioned it to the school and I'm keeping everybody's name out of this. Yeah. And the schools, it's like exploded in school. Like, there's kids everywhere with it now. Really? Well, geez, maybe they they haven't figured it out. So I don't know. And maybe that's just, you know, a very small snippet, and I'm only getting, like, one person's opinion on it. But I thought, no, you got to stay home yeah. until that, A, is nasty. <laughs> I, and B, again, the only way I thought you got it was taking a hot fart to the eye. Right. Someone and, farts on your pillow and you go right to sleep. And let's be honest, I have tooted on someone's pillow to try to give them pink eye. Your son? No. Oh, like good God. My wife. No. <laughs> His old roommates. That's called the Dutch oven. What? You know, uh, but like here, again, I shouldn't say anybody's name because yeah. I want to keep everyone free here. My daughter just had it. It's 24 hours after being treated with drops. Then you can go back. That's what I thought. But I was okay. told, no, you're good to go. Head, head back right now. Okay. Wow. I'm I'm shocked, dude, because I remember pink eye shutting someone down. Like you wouldn't they right. weren't even allowed to go outside for like four or five days. You didn't mess around. Like you couldn't go right. out and play tag with your buddies. They you came out a different person after that. Right. They and have seen some things. And and I don't know. Again, maybe I'm more aware of it now, but it seemed a whole lot more rare back then yeah. than now. I don't know. That, that I don't know. Maybe because we have kids now, it seems a little more. And that very well could be. I just, it, it blew my mind on what we're supposed to do with everything. And I'm not going to get into like a whole COVID situation or anything like, oh, right. you got to stay home. Or I just thought for everybody's benefit, yeah, you don't need to be walking around with junk eye. <laughs> Remember the last time, I forgot what trip we were coming back from, and you got instant pink eye? Mm-hmm. What was that pink eye that you got? 
Remember your no. eyes swelled up and okay. No, 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 no. Because I even thought I, I don't. I I believe that was an allergic reaction. Okay. Because they had super foo foo. I thought they were potatoes, but apparently it was my dessert, and I think that's what aggravated. I, I, I till this moment don't know what it was, but my entire like eyelid. It was just remember it was just my eyelid swelled up. Yeah, and it looked like I took a punch to the eye. Yeah, but no, I don't know what it is. By the way, again, I'm gonna keep names out of this. Hey, you guys need to shut up about this. What? Pink guy is my most used excuse to miss work. Now I can go back if Damn. they tell me to. They think that dude's just sleeping on a cloud of farts. Yeah, like, dude, what is the matter with that <laughs> fellow? Like, are you and your wife sleeping like top to bottom? <laughs> Don't you worry catch- about what happens. Why in are you that? catching so many farts? Did I ever tell you about the time the CDC called me? Like called me. Kelly. Oh, you have some weird disease. Yeah. I had Shigella, I think it's called. That and sounds it, made up. It's like a deadly disease. And I didn't realize that we got it from trying to potty train my son. You get it when you, like, ingest fecal matter. Good <laughs> night. I wouldn't share that with anyone. Like, dude, I was, I had the highest fever I've ever had in my life. And I didn't know if I was alive, dead, awake, asleep. I didn't know anything that was going on. And the residual effects of it, you know, like how COVID gave you kind of COVID brain for a while? Yeah. You know, like maybe six weeks afterwards, you'd be like, oh, man, I'm cloudy. I had it for like six months after I had this Shigala. Ooh. And the CDC called me because they were like, we need to track where you've been because this is a deadly disease. That's not good. No. And my son got it too. That was one of the, I'm not even, my son wasn't potty trained yet. I bet you we went through 50 diapers that day. Poop. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm talking number two, buddy. Thanks, man. Appreciate you clearing that. <laughs> the sickest I ever got was a norovirus. I got a norovirus once. And I'm telling you, I was sick as a dog for a week. I didn't go to work for a week. Oh, and Woods work. Here, you you mock, but listen to this. This is how sick I was. It was the NFC Championship game, and I turned the television off because I didn't want to watch football. Whoa, that is something. Even Seriously. My, my wife said, like, she, she even said, said to her, I... I Maybe I should call 911, because if you don't want to watch football, you really aren't yourself. <laughs> That's the truth, for real, for real. Uh, other people texting in, and again, I'm going to keep all names out of this. Yes, there's a new law that kids with pink eye or lice have to be allowed to come to school. What the hell? Because you can't discriminate against kids. Well, it's not discriminating. It's, it's yeah. keeping other kids healthy and lice-free. Again, I'm keeping all names out of this. New policy schools can't send them home from school because of this. Kids are running around with red eyes, rumming them, goop, and they have to stay at school. They got lice crawling in their pink eyes? That's not good for it. No wonder my kids are getting it. Well, that's I was su- about to say, hey, I run a pretty clean house. You know what sucks, too, is for the kids. Like, yeah. you, know, you get one of those illnesses that's like, okay, I got pink eye, but I got me a little five-day weekend now. Mm-hmm. Now you don't get that. Stay home, couple eye drops, a little Bob Barker, boom, you'll be back on your feet in no time. Lice is the one I, thank God, has never darkened my doorstep. That one has just always seemed like the absolute worst thing that could happen to a family. It's supposedly pretty easy to get rid of, though. Is it? I thought you had to, like, burn the sheets and... I think you just have to wash everything in, like, bleach, and then I think you use, like, a special shampoo. Never had it, obviously, being bald. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what have you got in your beard? I just eat it. It crawl in your mouth. <laughs> ah, a little protein snack. You look like a monkey. Hey, that's what that's what the new world order wants me to do. Be eating bugs. Not today. Oh, sister. here we go. All right, should we do some history? Wood probably. 
As everyone's riding to work, it's like, oh, uh, well, show's gross. No, it's not gross. Well, you said you ate fecal matter, and I got a... No, I didn't say it, but some must have flown in my mouth at some point. Hot toot to the eye. You know how it is when you're trying to potty train a child? There's, Especially a boy. There's number one and two flying everywhere, They man. got that weapon pointed right at you. You just sit down, shut up, and try not to get in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, it was on... Grab that audio real quick. <laughs> it's on. The, it was on this day back in 1898. Cheerleading was started at the University of Minnesota with Johnny Campbell leading the crowd and cheering the football team with Ra Ra Skiuma. Hoorah. Skyuma. Skyuma. There you go. Hoorah, hoorah. Varsity, 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 Minnesota. And that okay. was that cheerleading was invented in that moment. You know, it's a, 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 I didn't know cheerleading started at the University of Minnesota. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Two, you would think the birthplace of cheerleading, they would come up so, with something better than M I N N E S O T A. Minnesota. Minnesota. Go Gophers. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Midwest people are a simple folk. We don't need your fancy Ohio, whatever you guys, O-H-I-O. We don't need none of that, man. Here's the problem. So I went, this was years ago. Ohio State came and played at Minnesota. I bet we beat them unmerciful. No, you got smashed. <laughs> and what, the one time like Minnesota scored, then they kicked the extra point, and the crowd's doing that, and they did a quick kickoff. Ohio State had already scored by the time they got to A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's as Midwest as it gets. I just remember it was like 14 nothing, like the first like five minutes. And the guy behind me was like, why don't we play on hockey? We'll see how hot you are there, buddy. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, he'll beat us in that. But right here, daddy's home. Oh, that's good. Hey, speaking of sports, on this day in 2016. Here's the 0-1. This is going to be a tough play. Why? Did they beat Cleveland? Why? You know what, though? Chicago winning was a big deal. It was cool for me. I'm not even a sports fan. But seeing, like, the one video that got me was the guy who was watching it on his phone at his dad's grave. Mm -hmm. Because he wanted to watch the Cubs win the World Series with his dad. Good for him. How can you be that heartless? Because Here's the deal. Because you had the Bulls. The Bulls ran the NBA for the entire okay. 90s. You do had I, the Chicago Bears winning Do I need to explain to you the difference between basketball and baseball? I, I'm just saying. The difference is Chicago's had a ton of winners. Give me a break. Puke. How, uh, now that, wow. You're going to puke on that man's father's grave? I will admit. I, I, I knew you were heartless, but my God, man. That game actually got me in trouble because that game was going on during our huge CMA party. Oh, <laughs> that was the year before I got here. And I had to show up. And I was like, look, this is game seven. No, you have to come. I was watching like a stat tracker in the back when Raji Davis hit a home run. Could have been one of the biggest home runs in baseball history. Yeah. If the, if well, at the time the Indians would have held on in one. Right. And I saw it. It was a home run. I'm backstage and I scream. I was like, let's bleeping go. Yeah. And it was like all quiet out there. And everyone's like, huh? I'm like, uh, sorry, my boss. <laughs> I, I, just, I, love, I love country music. I just love country music. Got a little talking to on that one. What? Uh, what is the name of Cleveland's team now? They're now the Guardians. Okay, Guardians. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I know I wasn't trying to get in the. No, I just I couldn't. I had no idea what they were called now. It just bums me out because I had such, and to this day I have such a relationship with the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, 
It's and I know a lot of people are like well, it's just a name, it changes all that. I get it for sport, for huge sports fans. I get it for me. I don't care. I couldn't care either way. But I'm saying for someone like you who it, it runs deep in your blood, I, I get it. I have a framed photo in my house and it is one of the, my favorite pictures on earth at the old Cleveland Stadium. Over one of the gates, they had a giant Chief Wahoo. And right. he was like the mascot of the Clevelandians, and he's swinging a bat. And I remember when I was a little kid, when I saw that, my, the first time my dad took me to a game, yeah. and I saw that, I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I would imagine. And every time I see that, I still remember that feeling I had with my dad. Yeah. And going to That's that cool. first sporting event with your dad or your grandpa, you will never, and I, I'm kind of, God, I'm starting to tear up a little bit. Yeah, well, that's all right. It reminds me so much of that moment. And I will never forget that. And I will not have that association. Even if I take my son to the game, yeah. I won't have that same feeling for this. And it, that, that sucks. But he'll find his own things. Like, there'll be his own things. They'll be like, sure. You know. But, you know, to me, like, that was just such a... And by the way, that stadium sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was you've, a dump. You've told me about that, but I actually had a oh. Cleveland Indians hat when I was growing up, Wood. Look at that. I must have known one day I would come across a huge fan, and it had a diamond in one of the teeth of the of the Cleveland Indian. It was pretty gangster. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> And you ruined it. I think I got it at a pawn shop or something. I guarantee you, you did. All right. And then finally, on this day in 2020. Baby Shark overtakes Despacito as the most viewed video on YouTube with a little over 7 billion views. You know where that video is sitting at today? Three years later? 13 billion views. Did you stop it? Because I took my headphones off. Uh, yeah, okay. I, t- I, I stopped it. Now, luckily, my kids were my kids were a little too old for the whole baby shark craze. Thank God, I Mom never got right. I never got beat over the head with it. But I was looking at the kids in that video, and I was like, "What? Where are those two kids today? Like, what, wouldn't it be funny if they had so much success at a young age, and now they're like in their twenties? No way, they were on the Ponzi scheme or something, <laughs> right? <laughs> Doing state fairs. <laughs> Here come the shark kids! Yay! I'd take a swing at those kids if I ever got a shot. Well, it's not their fault. Don't but care. Did, well, did they even get paid off of that? I got a lot of questions about Baby Shark. Don't stand on the track when the train's coming through, kids. <laughs> you brought me pain. All right, celebrating a couple of birthdays today. Starting out with this one. Going down, down, baby. Oh. I was like, wait, oh, is watch this yourself. I was like, is this the edited version? Hopefully. I, I, you know, I'm just going to stop it, because I yeah. grabbed it off of YouTube, and I'm not sure if that's even the edited version. I don't I think I could have just grabbed it out of our computer. I don't know why I did that. But anyway, it's Nelly's birthday today. Now, he wore a Band-Aid on his face. Was it for his brother who was in jail or something like that? I forget. I think it was one of those things. Like, we talked yesterday. There was like six rumors when you were a kid, right? Right. Going back to the 90s. I think that may have just been a rumor that got started. Probably. What the hell are you wearing a bandit on your face for? You gotta have a trademark. But Nelly's got some hits, a ton of crossover, of course, with country. Can I tell you a cool, quick story about Nelly? Sure. So at the Star of Texas Fair and Rodeo, he was performing there in front of about probably 18,000 people, and I got to bring him out on stage. Oh. And before I got to bring him out on stage, I got to go in his trailer and meet him. And it was one of the coolest moments ever because he was so chill and so cool, and I felt like I was hanging out with a friend in there. And then I come to find out his sister passed away that night. Mm. When he had gotten off of stage. So he, I'm sure at that time, he was probably just got some terrible news about his sister. And here I am, this dorky radio guy in his trailer talking to him. And he couldn't have been more kind. He had to find out afterwards, right? No, he found out afterwards. Like, yeah. Because then I got the news the next day. But I'm just saying that he, had, he probably knew it was coming. 
And he was oh, he, she was sick. It wasn't like a sudden thing. Right, right, okay. right. And he was he couldn't have been more kind to me. Mm. I, I've always just remembered that about him. And it was one of the coolest moments to bring him out in front of eighteen thousand people. And I love a lot of his songs in country. You know what I did? I got on the stage. I said, "Say it after me, ia ia." And the whole crowd goes, "Uh oh, oh." Well, they didn't say it after you, though. Yeah, they did. They should have said E-I-E-I. No. Repeat after me, right? It's all, no. Okay. Whatever, Wood. You know what? Take my memories and just crap all <laughs> I'm over. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. I got the crowd hyped is what I did, son. As you always do. You don't worry what I'm doing. All right, finally. And yeah, then wait so, a second. Well, Nelly's got to be 47? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, you're a little bit low on that, actually. <laughs> Nelly is 49 today. Dang, good for him. Also celebrating a birthday today. Here we go. Pivot. How, uh, what a crazy scene that was. That was, was a it. really good scene. That's legendary TV right there. David Schwimmer, he, he was voted one of the, I think he was like the number two person, like the character of Ross, mm-hmm. that people never want to see on television again. Really? I, I didn't think Ross was, the, yeah, he was kind of whiny, you know, but that, it worked for him. But I mean, that was his role. Right. Anyway, <sighs> how old is David Schwimmer today? And I, I will tell you this, David Schwimmer was phenomenal in Band of Brothers. He was very unlikable in that, too. But he, again, he was supposed to be. Right. Like, I mean, that showed you, like, bad leadership and stuff, and you just kind of were like, no, I can't go in. Like, you kind of got to the point of, I can't go into war with that guy. Oh, dude, that, that movie is fantastic. That miniseries is fantastic. And, and I say this. That may be the best, like, miniseries that HBO ever did. And I know there's a ton that they did. But just the stories that were in that. I was I was wrapped up in that from the first couple of seconds. I was just like, dang, this is so good. And you know what makes it even better? Is uh-huh. knowing that they were the men and women, that that, were, that that was it. There's a reason it was the greatest generation. Yeah. Oh. We've said it a hundred times. David Schwimmer, he's got to be, though, 56. Oh, you're close. <laughs> David Schwimmer, the ripe old age of 57 today. Okay. He's doing pretty good for himself. I wonder if he's ever going to act again or if he's just one of those guys where it's like, I, you know what? I make a million a year off of Friends. Oh, I bet you it's more than that. Pro- probably way, way more than Dude's that. Dude's probably picking up a million every time he goes to the post box. You know, <laughs> boom. Open up that mailbox. Check. Well, and of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.